Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for checking out the Aaron Advantage in this week's episode of Hashtag Real Talk Real Estate. First off, I want to apologize. Uh, last week was unable to actually record a video, uh, but I wanted to make sure that I got back to you this week uh, and go over some great information with you. Um, as always, I do ask that if you like the information that you're getting here, feel free to like and share this video with anybody that you know who's thinking about making a move or anybody who just wants some great information on what's going on with our local real estate market or just the real estate industry as a whole. Now, tonight, what I want to talk about is the limited inventory. If you've heard anything about uh, the real estate um, industry or anything else in the media that's going on with real estate right now, you probably keep hearing real estate agents say, we've got a limited inventory. Limited inventory. There's just not enough houses out there to sell. If you're a buyer and you've been out searching and you've been trying to find something, you'll probably uh, kind of feel for this whole subject because you've probably noticed that in the past where you've had tons of options to look at when you're out searching for a home, today there's just not as many that are on the market. Now the two main areas that we focus on with our MLS as far as the southwestern Indiana, as far as the major portions that make up the bulk of our market are Vanderburg and Warwick counties. Now Gibson and Posey counties are the other two major ones uh, within our MLS that we kind of look at as the leading indicators of what's going on with our local market. But the two biggest ones, Vanderburg and Warwick, uh, are both sitting in, at about two months supply of inventory. Now what that means is that with the current number of homes that are on the market and looking at the average days on market for those homes, if we did not have another home come on the market, every single home that is listed would be sold within about two months. Um, that is a drastically lower number than we're typically hoping to see. Generally a healthy market of a normal balance has about six months supply of inventory. So we're significantly lower than that uh, at only a two month supply. Now, um, what that means is a lot of different things. If you're a buyer, obviously that means if you find a house that's priced right and it's in great condition and it's something that you're interested in, you probably need to jump on that as quickly as possible because there's probably other buyers who are also interested in it. And there's an opportunity that you might find yourself in which is known as a multiple offer situation. And that's really what I want to kind of focus on tonight. Because of the limited inventory, multiple offer situations are occurring all the time. Um, I really want to focus on it tonight from more of the seller side of things uh, and touch a little bit about on the buyer side as well. But primarily with the buyer, you pretty much need to know if you're in a multiple offer situation, you need to be in a position where you're going to make your highest and best offer. And a lot of times it's probably going to end up being over the list price if it's only been on the market a short period of time. Um, and the truth is that not just the price is going to be something that you need to take a look at. There's other terms that sellers may be looking at, which I'll kind of touch on here in a little bit. So when you're a buyer, if you're in a multiple offer situation, hit them with your best shot. Don't try to negotiate down the lowest price possible. Be ready to go in and say, this is the absolute maximum that I'm willing to pay for this property. This is exactly what I'm willing to do because the chances are you're going to have to hit them really hard and really high to be able to get that property. Now, from the seller side on the multiple offer situation, different agents handle this situation a little bit differently. So I'm going to talk specifically about what I do and what I recommend to my sellers whenever I'm presenting multiple offers to them to help you kind of understand what the benefits are to the way that I do this as well as kind of understand the process through which people will go if multiple offers are coming in on a home. Now the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that on the listing contract itself, it has an opportunity for me to make a suggestion to the seller and a recommendation that they have an election that they can do from day one. On that contract, it has a section where it says, 
seller authorizes or does not authorize agent to notify prospective buyers of multiple offers. I always recommend to them every single time, allow me to authorize or authorize me to allow other people to know if there's other offers on the property. Now, I don't have to disclose who wrote the offer. I don't have to disclose what the offers are or anything else like that. But the truth is, if they think there's multiple offers on the property or they know there's multiple offers on the property, they're probably not going to come in and hit you with a really low offer. It's better for you because people know that when they're competing, they're going to have to be as strong as possible. Now, one of the reasons I like to put that out there is because um, I actually had a situation one time where I had a property listed and we had two offers come in on the property. One offer was significantly lower than the list price because the people who were looking at it basically said, hey, we don't want to offend you. We're looking at coming in, gutting the house, moving some walls, and just changing up the entire floor plan. We don't think you have a bad price on the home, but for what we want to do, we're going to hit you with a real low offer because we're looking at this as an investment and a remodel, not as the home that we're going to move into right away. Uh, the other offer that we had was a little bit below the list price. It was not a terrible offer, but it wasn't one that they were willing to accept at that point in time. So what I did is what I do with all my sellers. I've notified everybody in writing uh, with a form known as a multiple offer notification form that there were multiple offers on the property and they had a deadline with which they could respond back to us. Now, the first offer that we got that was significantly lower, they stayed exactly where they were. They said, hey, no offense, like we said, this is something we're looking at as an investment to try to flip the home, to remodel it, so we're not gonna change our offer at all. The other offer, however, that came in lower than list price, significantly lower than list price, about 5,000 under uh, for day two on the market, came back and actually raised their offer to $10,000 over the list price of the property. Needless to say, even though they were competing against an offer that they didn't know was not any better than theirs, they came in at a much, much higher offer and ultimately were able to purchase the home. Now, I tell you that story because it's always a good idea to let your agent know or let your agent disclose if there's multiple offers on the property because there are opportunities that somebody may pay an absolutely much higher price than they initially offered. So that's a good thing to do. So like I said, that's something I do on all of the offers I receive if there's multiple people making an offer on the same property. I always, always, always disclose in writing to all the agents involved that there are multiple offers and give them a deadline to respond back to us. At that point in time, I handle things a little bit differently as well. Um, I like to make sure that whenever I'm presenting an offer, we are looking at the facts of the offer specifically. Now, what I mean by that is I will actually work up a net sheet of the offer that says, here's the price they're offering. This is the commission that's being asked, or this is the commission based off that price. These are the closing costs that they're asking for, if any. These are the taxes they're asking you to pay, if any. This is a home warranty cost, if they're asking for that. And these are any other charges that may be associated with the offer that they are writing for you. Whether or not they're having a home inspection, whether or not they want that home warranty, whether or not they're asking for immediate possession, 30 days possession, or any other terms that really apply. Time for closing. These are all things that are considered by the seller when they're looking at multiple offers. So I'll actually take that for each offer individually, work up a net sheet, and I will cover the purchase agreement of every single one that we do, and I will sit down with the seller and go through the net offer, as well as all the key terms of those offers, and ask them to decide which one they feel is the best. Because the truth is, Price does not always ultimately win the day. There are other terms that can come into play at different times that may make a difference. The terms of financing could be something that are gonna be important factors that a seller is gonna consider. If you have a cash buyer that has the same net offer as a financing buyer, 
a lot of times that cash offer is gonna look a little bit better. They may be able to close a little bit faster. There's not gonna be any potential issues with any financing that could come up. A lot of times that's a good solid way for them to compare those as apples to apples and say, hey, you know what? I like this one a little bit better. In addition, you might have a conventional buyer versus an FHA buyer. Now an FHA loan is gonna have some different requirements on the financing side as far as uh, what the appraiser is gonna look at for things that they need to take a look at as well. So that could be another factor that they're looking at. Somebody may be in a position that they're pretty cool uh, moving out of the property pretty fast. So if somebody's willing to do a faster closing time than someone else, that could be a benefit. Or it could be somebody who maybe needs a little bit more time in their home. So if somebody's willing to push it off a little bit to close at that point in time, that could be a factor that they're taking a look at. The truth is, every seller has a different motivation and I don't ever want to try to determine what that motivation is. My job is to present all the offers, show them exactly what they're looking at and try to help them facilitate the transaction that's going to best represent their needs. So as I said, multiple offers are handled differently by every single agent. Um, not everybody's going to do it the same way, but the truth is, is it doesn't matter if everybody does it the same way. Everybody has a different opportunity to make sure that they're handling the things that their clients want them to handle the best way possible. The way that I like to do this is one thing that I try to do to ensure there's no bias or no, no potential fair housing violations or any other issues that a seller's looking at that they're specifically just looking at terms of the offer and making a decision that way. So far, that has been something that every seller that I've worked with has been a great thing for them. They feel like it takes a lot of the stress out of the situation because they're just looking at cold hard facts, which makes it a lot easier to detach emotionally from the transaction itself, which ultimately makes them feel like they're making a more logical and easier decision. So. Uh, I'd love to hear your comments on this. If you have any questions on how uh, multiple offers could be handled or if you have any questions on different ways that you can try to negotiate those after you receive multiple offers, let me know down in the comments. Uh, also, if you have any questions about anything else in the real estate industry, I'd love to hear your feedback on that as well. Always looking for additional topics for Real Talk Real Estate, so feel free to hit me up anytime on my cell at 812-779-6273 or send me a message here on Facebook at any time and let me know what you want to hear about. Hope you guys have had a great couple weeks and I look forward to seeing you next week. See ya.